Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. Hey everyone, good afternoon and welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. On today's show, the head of Agribition is excited for this year's event, which is coming up on Monday. Meanwhile, a protest in front of an Alberta Liberal MP's office in an effort to convince him and others within the Liberal Party to pass Bill 234 is planned for next week. And PI Financial's Adam Pacala looks at how canola and wheat futures did for this week. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. This is Sask Ag Today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young. Sask Ag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water, fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. We're about 72 hours or so away from Canadian Western Agribition here in Regina. Preparations are well underway, from setting up panels and barns to bringing in dirt to the branch center, among other things. Event CEO Sean Kindop provided a rundown of what's happening next week. We kick off with free admission on Monday, courtesy of CN. Um, we head into Tuesday. We can, we've got um, our freestyle bullfighting event. You know, Wednesday's free rodeo admission, courtesy of Mosaic. Uh, we 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 announce uh, we crown our inaugural Miss Rodeo Agribition. So we've got a rodeo queen. Um, we've got live pitches for the Canadian Animal Light Tech Awards happening that afternoon. Uh, Thursday we're gonna this first responders day, and then we're also going to find out who our winner is from our Taylor Swift contest and who we're going to be sending to Australia. And then we head into the weekend for. Two more nights of professional rodeo and two nights of uh, party on the dirt. There's one particular event Kindop is most excited about. I'm pretty excited for the freestyle bullfighting. Is uh, I think it's going to be one of the most um, entertaining events that's ever come to Regina. He says every inch of real district where the event will be is going to be utilized. Yeah, so so we uh, we take over every inch of the real district at the moment, with the exception of Mosaic Stadium. So we're very excited. To, you know, we've been doing it for 52 years and excited to bring uh, everybody together and under one roof and be able to uh, enjoy some live music and some rodeo and see some world-class genetics. But we're also excited for all the things that happen around the city and, you know, to be able to watch the bars and the restaurants and the hotels fill up due to the event is uh, something we're very excited about. And we're, we're, we're proud of what we bring to the city. Agribition provides a lot of economic benefit to the Queen City. Yeah, last year our economic impact was 96.5 million, which is up 31% from 2017. So again, 
Some of that has to do with inflation still, but you know the, the show is continuing to evolve, and uh, we're very proud of that number and, and what this show does for the province and the city. And he's been hearing good things about agribition leading up to next week. Yeah, we've been hearing a lot of good feedback. You know, agribition happens once a year, and uh, you know we're a separate entity that a lot of people don't know that you know agribition runs this event. So it's it's something that you know we're we're, we're proud of what we do. Um, I know that there's a lot of people that have been coming for a lot of years that have, you know, they've got their family and friends that they see all the time, but then they've got their aggribition family and friends that they see once a year and they, they've developed those relationships and, you know, they're excited to come back to aggribition yearly and continue to develop them and just see people that you, you haven't seen since last November. Aggribition runs Monday through Saturday. More information, including a schedule of events, are on the Aggribition website. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on 620 CKRM. We'll be back right after this. We're back with Sask Ag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Welcome back to the program. Some Alberta farmers upset with the holdup of Bill C-234 in the Senate are organizing a carbon tax protest for next week. Jake Vermeer with Vermeer's Dairy Farm south of Camrose is one of the organizers. He says they're planning to hold it Monday morning outside Liberal MP Randy Boissonneau's Edmonton office. We want to create a voice and a little bit of a stir here about how Canadian farmers are upset that they are not being exempt from the carbon tax. That's basically what the protests will be about and we hope to get a large group of farmers out there. He says the goal is to have a peaceful protest. We just want to have our voice heard and show Randy that that as an Alberta Liberal MP here, we can really have him be our voice in the hill in Ottawa and and show him that Canadian farmers are really just trying to produce food at the highest quality and the most affordable price. And having a carbon tax in place that affects producers doesn't allow us to create products that are affordable for Canadians. And that goes from grain farmers to beef farmers to dairy farmers to chicken producers, all the way down to greenhouse farmers. When we price pollution at this rate, our food production is directly impacted and that is going to make life more expensive for everybody. He says costs have risen as a result of the tax, adding other Canadians are starting to feel the pinch. Costs have gone up just like all Canadians in the last few years, and, and this carbon tax has a big part to do with that, and that's what's driving the inflation, I believe, in this country. We're just trying to show them that by creating a bill that, that allows farmers to be exempt, farmers like myself, but all farmers across the entire country, we're still able to produce food at a relatively affordable price. And like you said, people in the cities are starting to feel a pinch. There's everything from interest rates to mortgages to the price of food. It's all going up. And this carbon tax is a layer at every single transaction. The Canadian economy is largely based on transportation. It's just geographically, we we have to move a lot of product uh, long distances. And until there's better alternatives for these type of transportation companies, we're just going to be we're using a lot of carbon to move food around, and if we're taxed heavily on that, it's just going to rise the price of food. It's going to make it difficult for farmers to make a living, and, and that will ultimately re- result in food pricing going up and making it more difficult for people in the cities to purchase food. The protest is scheduled for 10.30 Monday morning. We've been following this story over the last several months, and you can find all the articles related to Bill C-234 at saskagtoday.com. And you're listening to Sask Ag Today on CKRM. After the break, will be today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer. You're tuned in to Sask Ag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. 
Today's Ag Review with Doug Vulcaner of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers, and My Grain Exchange. Ready to market your 2023 crop? Head over to MyGrainExchange.com and try their low-risk grain auctions. Farmers are planning to hold public rallies on Parliament Hill and other locations next week, calling on the Senate to pass Bill C-234. While no farm or political groups are officially involved, multiple sources say individuals are organizing a rally to be held on Tuesday on Parliament Hill. The demonstration would coincide with senators returning for their first sitting since November 9th, when an amendment was proposed at the third and final reading stage of C-234, stalling passage of the bill that would remove the federal carbon tax from propane and natural gas used on farms for grain drying, barn heating and other purposes. The Trudeau government has deployed multiple unusual procedural tactics to obstruct the private member's bill, which was introduced by Ontario Conservative MP Ben Lobb in February of 2022 and approved by MPs in the House of Commons in March of this year. Strong post-pandemic sales of farm equipment aren't expected to continue into 2024. That's according to a new report from Farm Credit Canada, otherwise known as FCC. According to FCC's 2024 outlook for the Canadian farm equipment market, new sales are projected to be softer in 2024 based on three factors. Higher interest rates, elevated equipment prices, and a decline in commodity prices. Robust sales of new farm equipment in 2023 was due in part to a correction of supply roadblocks experienced during the pandemic. Implement sales look more positive. Used equipment, a go-to for many producers during the pandemic, has already seen a downhill slide in sales. Projected worldwide wheat, corn and soybean production in 2023-24 was raised by the International Grains Council in its latest update with better-than-expected corn yields in the United States and larger Black Sea wheat crops behind the adjustment. Total world wheat production in 2023-24 was pegged at 787 million metric tons by the IGC, which would be up by 2 million from the October estimate, but still below the 804 million metric tons grown in 2022-23. If realized, the world wheat crop would still be the second largest on record. Global corn production was raised to 1.223 billion metric tons, which compares with the October estimate of 1.219 billion metric tons and the year-ago level of 1.161 billion metric tons. World soybean production is forecast to be up by 7% on the year, hitting a record of 395 million metric tons. Russia's agriculture minister says Moscow has begun free shipments of grain totaling up to 200,000 metric tons to six African countries, as promised by President Vladimir Putin in July. In a statement posted on Telegram, Dmitry Patrushev says that ships headed for Burkina Faso and Somalia have already left Russian ports and that additional shipments to Eritrea, Zimbabwe, Mali and the Central African Republic 
would soon follow. Putin had promised to deliver free grain to the six countries at a summit with African leaders in July. Soon after, Moscow withdrew from a deal that had allowed Ukraine to ship grain from its Black Sea ports despite the war with Russia. The deal, known as the Black Sea Grain Initiative, had helped lower prices on the global market. But Putin argued it was failing to get supplies to the countries in most urgent need. Italy's lower House of Parliament gave final approval for a law banning the use of laboratory-produced food and animal feed yesterday as angry farmers confronted a group of centrist lawmakers opposed to the bill. The proposal, already approved by the Upper House Senate, passed by 159 votes in favour to 53 against, prohibiting the use, sale, import and export of food and feed from cell cultures or tissue derived from vertebrate animals. Factories breaching such rules can be subject to fines of up to 150,000 euros and risk being shut down while owners may lose their right to obtain public funding for up to three years. The proposal of Agriculture Minister Francesco Lollobrigida, a close aide of Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney, is seen as part of a broader bid by the rightist coalition to safeguard tradition. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today's sunshine and a high of plus four today. Tonight, clear sky. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour, low minus seven with wind chill about minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow, sunny sky again. Winds out of the southeast at 20 kilometers an hour in the afternoon. High of plus 1. Wind chill minus 12 in the morning. The low minus 3 degrees. Sunday, sunshine. High of 4 degrees. The low minus 2. Monday, sunny and windy. High of 3 degrees. The low minus 12. Tuesday, sunny and windy again. High of minus 7. The low minus 15. Wednesday, sunny. High of minus 11. The low minus 17. Thursday, sunshine, high of minus 12. Normal highs for the period are minus 2. Normal lows, minus 13. Sun rose at 8.16 this morning, and the sun will set at around 10 after 5 in the late afternoon. Taking a look around the province in Estevan and Yorkton, 4 degrees. Swift Current, 6. Saskatoon, 7. And Weyburn at plus 1. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is down in Cypress Hills at 8.8 degrees. Cool spot in Stony Rapids at minus 5.9. In Regina, it's a beautiful sunny sky. Winds from the west-southwest at 20 kilometers an hour. Humidity 72%. Temperature at plus 2 or 36 Fahrenheit. And the barometric pressure is at 101.3 and rising. In Moose Jaw, it's a cloudy sky. West wind at 28 kilometers an hour. Much warmer there, 7 degrees. Again in Regina, sunshine. West-southwest wind at 20. Temperature Two degrees. Back in a moment. Catch up with all your egg news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. 
This portion of SaskAg today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience, McDougalAuction.com, and Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Canola futures were up, but wheat futures were down this week, according to Adam Piccalo, a future commodity advisor with PI Financial. While the January canola contract was up about $18 this week to around $703 a metric ton, as where it sits currently, he says it was higher than that at $725 a ton a few days ago. The December Minneapolis wheat contract, meanwhile, was down about 12 cents on the week to around $7.18. Seems that uh, there has been a little bit of a pullback within the grains here this week in general. On the soybean side in particularly, they have pulled back. Uh, it seems that there has been a key reversal in soybean meal this week, actually. Um, and anticipated northern Brazil rains next week really have the market's attention to Sunday night's South American forecast. So that'll be an important uh, price direction for next week. As well, Argentine's runoff election is set for Sunday. And the race is is a dead hat, supposedly. So that might be something to just kind of watch politically as well for the soybean kind of market. Anything else kind of influencing uh, the grain markets in general? Uh, I know we always talk about uh, oil and the Canadian dollar being factors. Yeah, definitely both of those as well, too, this week, especially more so actually, I believe, on the oil side of things. Crude WTI is still considered kind of lower on the charts and trending lower. Today, we're up about $1.50 just because yesterday had a, over a $4 sell-off. But we are sitting at a, under that $75 mark, and it has been looking like it wants to trend back lower to that $70 range. So that might be spilling over into the oil seeds a little bit. The U.S. dollar, like again, you and I discussed, has been coming down here recently. It's uh, the S&P 500 on the, the stock market side of things is only about 2% away from making new all-time highs. So... There has been a lot of, I would say, positive market influences right now when it comes to the stock market uh, with the U.S. dollar down. But right now, it seems that overall that funds are short uh, a record amount of few commodities and they're staying on the short side rather than, I would say, covering that and seeing a rally here right now. Anything in particular when it comes to uh, the Black Sea region and uh, Israel or China or any one of those uh, markets? I know uh, looking at one of the market outlooks earlier this week, um, especially on the wheat side, you know, there really hasn't been uh, too much of a, de- a demand uh, in, other, in other markets. You know, there's been kind of like small tenders here and there for a few thousand tons of wheat. Yeah, so there's weekly export sales that come out and this week... Sales were poor for the wheat side of things, and global supplies were raised by the IGC, the International Grains Council. So that's kind of one, again, a little bit more of a bearish factor for wheat. There were rumors that China is poking around again for U.S. wheat, but there has been no confirmation of that. EU wheat prices really remain weak, and Black Sea exports continue to move largely interrupted given kind of what's going on right now. 
China actually did make their 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 head of the the country trip to the U.S. the first time in six years, and it looks like the U.S. and China are trying to get on a little bit more of the same page, which I think is just good for markets, grain stock markets in general. All right, and in terms of your outlook for next week,、uh, what are some things that you're keeping an eye on? Well, looking more at the technical side of things that I'm watching, want to see again January canola hold this $700 kind of level that that could confirm, you know, at least some support there potentially. And、uh, on the wheat side of things, it looks like we might be turning back to kind of that lower end of the range, so $7, $710 or so on the December Minneapolis. I'll be watching that level as well. Adam Picallo is a future commodity advisor with PI Financial in Winnipeg. You can hear his、uh, opening and closing future price quotations that he does every morning and afternoon around opening and closing at saskagtoday.com. You can find it in the opening and closing grain prices that are posted every day. You're listening to Saskag today. We'll be back right after this. You're tuned in to Saskag today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. In Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The Melville branch of the Canadian Mental Health Association is holding a talk, ask, and listen workshop in the city next week. Michael Hollick is, says it's being held in conjunction with Do More Ag. The Melville Canadian Mental Health Association, the Melville branch, is partnering with Dumar Ag to put on a talk, ask, and listen workshop. The workshop points out、uh, signs and symptoms of mental illness.、Uh, sometimes the things you should notice right at the beginning.、Uh, this program was created by farmers for farmers, and it caters to the uniqueness needs of farmers. Uh, we do have a registration, which is coming up real quick. As、uh, in fact, is it's the deadline is November seventeenth, which is Friday. People can email malvocmha at gmail dot com for more information or to register, or they can contact Vicky at seven two eight eight five four six to register. The Workshop is on Tuesday, November twenty-first at nine thirty a.m. till two、uh, thirty. Lunch will be supri-、uh, supplied. He outlines what will be discussed at the workshop. If anyone has ever heard of the uh, mental health uh, workshops, uh, you know the awareness workshops, it follows the same things, but it dwells more on the agriculture side, and is certainly in a situation.、Um, Uh, central and western Saskatchewan, who's gone through third drought in a row, I'm sure there's a tremendous amount of stress there, and those are the types of things that、uh, can set people off on a on a tangent. I've taken the course myself a couple of times, and I find it extremely useful. And I encourage people who may feel themselves, their loved ones, their family members, or whomever might be showing signs of、uh, stress. Uh, to attend a workshop, and they will have a better understanding on how to handle the situation than simply saying, "Oh my gosh, we got to phone the doctor." Halleck notes the workshop is open to both men and women in the agriculture industry. Absolutely.、Uh, in the past, the ones I've attended, we've seen a lot of 
farm couples uh, attend. It's not necessary that it be that way, but it is open to everyone and even adult uh, uh, children, adult uh, students who uh, have an interest or maybe are helping farming already, uh, it would, they would probably get a huge benefit by attending this course. So again, uh, the course itself is uh, next Tuesday, November 21st, uh, starting at 9.30 a.m. in Melville at Melville Community Works. Lunch is supplied. Uh, to register, you can email melvillecmha at gmail.com, uh, and you'll get more information there and how to register, or you can contact Vicki at 306-728-8546 to register. Michael Hollick is a member of the Melville branch of the Canadian Mental Health Association. Coming up next is today's market update. You're listening to SaskAg today on 620 CKRM. Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were down in early trading today. Canola is down $4.40 at 6.54.42. Yellow Peas is down $3.67 at $3.8537, and number one red spring wheat is down $3.38 at $3.3203. The rest were unchanged. Durham $4.7372, Feed Barley $2.6258, Chickpeas $12.1253, Flax $6.4104, Lentils $7.7750, Oats $2.9632, and Feed Wheat $2.3546. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down eight and a quarter cents at seven dollars and seventeen and three quarter cents a bushel. Up next is today's livestock report. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, six twenty CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now here are the latest livestock quotes. This is Graham Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moosha. 2850 on offer to our Tuesday, November 14th pre-sort sale. The good calves were a little lower again, but these plain to medium and short-tailed, shorter-frame calves are being discounted. Cows and bulls were lower this week as well, with 800 on offer here on Thursday morning. Good cows, 126 to 134. Feeding cows, $1.05 to $1.28. The heiferets, anywhere from 185 right up to 230 $240 on the right kind. Here's what happened on Tuesday. 367 weight red and black steers at 457 125 red and black steers, 484 at 425 <clears throat> 533-weight blacks at 295 and a quarter. 635 cans at 362.75 and 72 big crossbred steers 773 at 324. 475 weight tan heifers at 335. 533 weight red and black heifers at 294 and 50. 592 weight red and black heifers at 292.75. Pre-sorted calf sale here Tuesday at 9:30. 50 bred cows on offer Thursday, November 23rd at 1 p.m. For more market information, give Heartland Mucha a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. The latest pork prices are at $189.54 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Time now for the Resource Report. 
The Saskatchewan government says a bill introduced in the legislature on Thursday will provide legal protection for those at Sask Energy from the consequences of not remitting the carbon price on natural gas. The Saskatchewan party had said the Crown Corporation would stop remitting the charge on January 1st in response to the federal government's move to pause the carbon price for home heating oil. Saskatchewan and other provinces have said that the move largely benefits the Atlantic provinces and that a similar carve-out should have been made for natural gas. Federal law says corporations that don't remit the charge could be fined and their executives could get jail time. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will wrap up his three days at the APEC summit in San Francisco later today with a news conference and a final gathering of economic leaders. Yesterday, he met with the leaders of Japan, Thailand, Australia and Vietnam on several matters, including expanding opportunities for international trade and economic growth throughout the Indo-Pacific region. U.S. President Joe Biden announced last night that several agreements had been reached with the group on matters of clean energy, anti-corruption and supply chain security. Turning over to the markets, the TSX is up 130 points at 20,183. The Dow is down 29 points to 34,915. Oil is up $2.40 at $75.49 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 72.80 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand Sask Ag Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Friday's edition of Sask Ag Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day and a nice weekend. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.